And so we come to God in prayer, and first in adoration, and then a prayer of confession, which includes those traditional uh, prayers for God's mercy, what are known as the Kyrie's. And I invite you to repeat after me, Lord, have mercy, and then Christ, have mercy. And then we'll share in that assurance of God's forgiveness, because we come not to a God who judges and condemns, but a God who loves and forgives. Let us pray. God, our Creator, your kindness has brought us a gift of a new morning and a new year. Help us to leave yesterday and not to covet tomorrow, but to embrace and accept the uniqueness of today. By your love, celebrated in your word, seen in your Son, brought near by your Spirit, take from us what we need carry no longer, so that we may be free again to serve you and one another. We confess the wrong we have done and the good we have failed to do. for the ways we have failed to love you or trust you or trust your love for us and for the world. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For the ways we have failed to love our neighbour, ignoring the needs of those around us and those far away. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. For the ways we have failed to care for this planet and all your creation, using and exploiting, damaging and polluting. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. I believe that God forgives and sets us free we believe that God forgives and sets us free. And at the day's beginning, we commit ourselves to following where Christ calls and loving as he loves us. Amen. And that prayer is based on a prayer from the Iona community and a prayer that I use every morning. It seems the right way to begin a day, thanking God for his kindness. Well, I just want to begin by thinking about it not being over yet. How many of you have taken down your Christmas decorations? But big hands up if you have. Well, not many. So most of you, maybe you'd never put them up in the first, who didn't put up Christmas decorations? Oh, I know, there was a point where I said, it's not worth putting up the Christmas tree, we're not going to be here on Christmas Day, we're going to family. Ooh. We did, we did. But the Christmas tree has gone back outside now, it comes in every year, so it's best not to keep it in for too long. We kind of compromise, we take some of the decorations down but uh, keep some. 
till when do you take them down? And any time or when you feel like it or is it? Before Epiphany, very, very correct, yes. Twelfth, before Twelfth Night, before the end of Christmas itself. So we're on, have you taken down the decorations back there? No. You're still in display. Yeah, even if you haven't, did you put your cards up or did you just put them in a pump? Oh, well, that's well done, Sue, yes. <laughs> I would have been really disappointed if you, you had just put them in a pile in the corner. Well, oh dear, the wise men have had a bit of an accident coming. They haven't, in some churches, these are not put out until Epiphany, until Twelfth Night is passed, and we move from that season of Christmas to the season of the revealing of Christ to the world and the nations. So in some churches and cathedrals, oh, sorry, holding you by your head, that's not very comfortable, uh, these are still in the cupboard and only, is it Thursday? Um, on Epiphany, oh, that's it, they'd be brought out. We'll see if they're there still next. But the shepherds certainly could start going back home now. So they, they can go. But the wise men would, would stay there. So if you're visiting a cathedral, do look out for the nativity scene. It might be there in a few weeks' time. Today is the ninth day of Christmas, so you can still carry on celebrating, you can continue eating your heart out or your, your stomach out for a few more days and then, then you can start pulling it in. Nine, do you know what, you, what the, the famous gift is for the ninth day of Christmas? On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Anyone know? Nine lords of Lincoln. No, I don't think it's the lords. I think <laughs> I might be corrected by the, the, the ladies dancing. So, any ladies amongst you can start dancing at this point. Even the women can start dancing as well. And according to some people, each gift represents uh, a Christian truth. Uh, and according to some, and it's debated and there's uh, controversy over this, but this symbol, nine, can you imagine what nine might be? Three times three. So, yeah. three, times three. three times three, yeah. So uh, the Trinity multiplied, that would be interesting. <laughs> nine, the nine fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, or faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I think that's a, it's a lovely image of the dance of the Holy Spirit dancing among us, that our lives may bear the good fruit 
of the Spirit. Ninth day of Christmas, but of course it's also the first Sunday in the new year. And I guess there's this kind of slight tension between continuing the Christmas celebration and starting new, clearing the decks, and a new year, and we hope new beginnings for our own lives and the life of our world. Well, the great story of the wise men is read at Epiphany, and it's also the set reading for today, and Alan is going to read this to us. Matthew 2, verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Bethlehem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Thank you, Alan. So the story continues, and Epiphany enables us to move from Christmas to the revealing of Christ to these Gentile uh, wise men or magi or astrologers, however you want to translate that word. Rebecca's hard at work with revising, uh, so her mum, Julia, is going to read to us. We keep all pupils, students, as we return to school term and all the rest, university and all these different 
mock exams and the rest. We keep them in our thoughts and prayers. So thank you, Julia, for stepping in. Don't wait for an angel. Don't wait for an angel. Don't look for a star to tell you the message or guide you from far. These are part of the background for art lovers' eyes to help them to measure the portrait for size. He's only a baby to grow to a man, to call you to finish the work he began. It isn't to Bethlehem shepherds must go, but to look, but to look for the missing lamb under the snow. It isn't on camels that real kings ride, but on asses and crosses with robbers beside. He's only a baby to grow to a man, to call you to finish the work he began. Now all you good people from bench and from sink, come turn up the volume and hear yourselves think. Who else on his birthdays put back in a cot? Do you reckon Act One is as good as the lot? He's only a baby to grow to a man, to call you to finish the work he began. Thank you, Julia to call you to finish the work he began. The work of Christ continues in so many different ways across our world, and we know the immense need in our world, both physical and mental and spiritual, the needs in our communities uh, and our world. 